This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all A Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Hold on, check me, bro And Barry Rosenfeld I need to start drinking alcohol Now go to sleep, we Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast I'm Dylan Hafer And I'm Barry Rosenfeld I am... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> wait, wait, wait. wait what was that face you look like you're about to cry like i just like a struggle like i'm on like a little um str- mini struggle bus but i would say fine. i'm on a mini struggle bus as well yeah. i've been drinking caffeine all day it's just like well it's funny you said that in the office yesterday i had three cups of coffee throughout the day and i don't usually do that and i feel like i do that when i don't have anything in front of me i just make coffee and i feel like i mm. shouldn't do that yeah, I yeah, I'm very like as I'm drinking it, I'm like, eh, whatever. It's like another it's just like a a beverage. And it's just it's a like, laxative. Oh, like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, whatever. Um <laughs> We have a lot to talk about today. We have I would say a, an excellent episode of Orange County, the final yeah. episode of Ultimate Girls Trip. And yeah. uh we also have a summer house season announcement, which is super exciting. It's coming back uh, yeah. in January, which is like a little sooner than I was expecting. Yeah. I think someone I know even yesterday was talking about it. They're like, Bravo just keeps throwing out these shows. And I know we talk about this every time it happens, but it's like, oh my God, we got to reset our schedules. We got to figure out what we're doing, what we're watching, what day is like, and get back into each groove. Like it's well, it's and hard to watch Summer House in January. I'm like, uh, where am I? Summer Summer House, especially, it's premiering on a Monday, which is new. It's different. Oh like, my god, that's way early in the week for them. I know. So that'll be fun for our Tuesday episodes. We'll um, have excuse a me, bit of Summer House to speak about. What? what about Below Deck? Monday belongs to Below Deck only. I know. I'm like, usually they just like don't schedule anything else for Mondays. So we'll oh see. my god. We'll see. I'm nervous. Um, no, oh this season God. looks exciting. Of course, we have uh, mostly the whole crew from last year back. Obviously, Hannah announced her departure earlier this year, but we've got Sierra's back, Danielle's back, Carl's back, all the winter house, uh, summer house people. Um, and Andrea is in the cast for summer house. Yay. I'm excited and- for him. I know. And we've got a couple of newbies, uh, Alex and Maya, who are, you know, hot and ready. <laughs> like a Little hot. Caesar's pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's going to be. I I don't know. Like, I, I'm excited to see the dynamic after, like, adding new people that we've never seen before. Like, lately, all the new people have been on other shows, and now it's, like, newbies, and it's like, wait, we already have our click, so I'm excited for that drama. And they announced, along with the main cast, they, like, specifically announced that 
Austin and Craig will be making appearances on this season. And I mean, we, they're in the trailer too, but yeah. Um, so it's, it's kind of, you know, they're planting more seeds of like, okay, we're doing a little bit of, you know, mixing and mingling between these shows. Um, I'm excited for this season. I love, I'm, I'm really happy that Danielle is back in the house. She's a favorite of mine. And, you know, I'm sure she couldn't have taken time off work to do winter house, but, um, yeah. but I'm <laughs> Danielle glad makes that all of us look bad. <laughs> I know like Danielle definitely works harder than I do. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. I'm also excited that this season is less um, of a quarantine lockdown situation. So they can kind of get back to, you know, having some parties, you know, bringing some guests over and, I think it'll be fun to kind of feel a little less cooped up than it was last year. I have to say, out of all of the quarantine seasons, like all of the franchises that we've watched, Summer House, I want to say, had it the roughest because they were literally in a house. I think, but in a way, I think that also worked for that format of the show. Like, I think for. It was less of an adjustment than like housewives not being able to really go anywhere or have parties. Whereas like I think on Summer House, obviously it was different, but I don't think it hurt the show as much as No, just harder to some of the housewives seasons. And like for (laughs) I feel like we literally had Lindsay under an emotional microscope (laughs) for the whole time and it was like a ticking time bomb. Um so maybe it'll be maybe it'll be good for for some of them to have some, like, downtime during the week this year. Listen, some people on the show might hate me for saying this, but she tends to to carry a load on her back. She 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 does. She does. Oh, we love Lindsay. Who doesn't love Lindsay? I meant, like, on the people on the show, like, because other people think they carry oh. the show. You know what I mean. Oh, like, oh, like the people on the show. I thought you meant right. people who, like, are listening to no, our no, show. No, 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 I'm like, I feel like oh, all sorry. of our... Let me say what mention show. It all. <laughs> I'm like, I feel like all of our mention it all listeners are down with Hubhouse. Yes, yes, yes. That's the way to be. Um, okay, let's talk about Orange County. Um, this episode, <laughs> I en- I really enjoyed the premiere last week, uh, but I feel like this episode lo- like locked in that this season is here to here to down you know down to clown like it's they're bringing the heat. I'm still not and, over this transition of how like good this season all of a sudden is. I know, and and I really obviously I was excited for this season to start, but at the same time, it's kind of like a rebuilding year. I didn't want to set my hopes too high. <laughs> I just wanted to, you know, get a fresh vibe and enjoy enjoy the the ride. And I feel like this episode was like, oh yeah, Heather Dubrow is back. Heather versus Shannon is delivering. Even talk about I carrying was, a weight on your back, Heather. But like this episode, the when Emily was getting into it with Nicole, this is one of I've I think I've been enjoying Emily more than I ever have on the show too. I, I it really feels like everything is sort of clicking for these for the. I these agree with that because I think Emily now is in her own position on the show. Like you know, when mm-hmm. she was new, she's kind of finding her place, and now this is good for her. However. At this Nobu fancy house party. <laughs> this $37,000 sushi party. not even, that they didn't even get to the entrees. I don't think Emily was in the right. I think she had no business saying anything to Nicole at that party. 
I agree okay. with Nicole in the sense. I don't agree with Nicole in general. I agree with Nicole in the sense yeah. where she's like, I've known you for 20 minutes. Like, who the fuck are you? I Yeah, this is it was such a strange situation because in the lead up to the fight, I was assuming that Heather was that like the source of Heather's anger was going to be finding out about the lawsuit and that Terry was going to be livid and they were going to throw Nicole out of the house and all of this stuff. And so it was surprising watching the way it actually unfolded where Heather and Terry weren't actually upset with Nicole. They were upset with, with Gina for bringing it up. And then by extension with Shannon for sort of planting the seed in the first place. And, you know, Gina obviously was the one who, ultimately brought it up at the party but heather right away you know did a little critical thinking and was like if shannon hadn't been spreading this rumor and you know getting in there and finding the mess gina wouldn't have even had this information and then you know later in the episode gina sort of explained to heather why based on her experience with matt cheating on her why it was tough for her to just not say anything because she didn't want to put Heather in that position. So it really is kind of like, it's a little, I think it's a little bit beautiful how (laughs) it really all just came back to make Shannon look like a fucking asshat. (laughs) And it really did make her look really bad. And to even worse, like stop walking around someone's house, like with your hands in your pocket, it makes you look guilty as charged. The amount of shots that we got in this episode of Shannon just like pacing around Heather's like she's at a museum, (laughs) looking stressed, and then when Heather ultimately threw her out, but she didn't like send her out the front door. She sent her just like walking down this long hallway, like into the distance, and I'm like, Shannon is, you know, Shannon is walking away from the camera right now, being like, God fucking damn it, like oh, this was supposed to be. I want to know, though, I know, like, the party imploded, but why did everyone leave? Like, why did Heather's friends who, like, weren't on the show leave? Like, why couldn't they enjoy their sushi? Right. Like, why? Why couldn't, like, Dina, who's newly blonde again, <laughs> <laughs> sit there and enjoy? I think, honestly, I think that Heather, when I talked to Heather last week, she was saying that when she left the show a few years ago... And particularly when Kelly joined the show, she felt like it was going in a direction that she wasn't super comfortable with and she didn't really want to be, like, part of that. And I feel like at this party, she was trying to set kind of this vibe of what she wanted the show to be like. And then when she kind of realized that all these people were, you know, maneuvering behind her back and, like, setting up this thing, she was like, no, 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 no. This isn't what we're doing. We're not, this isn't happening right now. And I think it was just kind of like ruined for her. I don't know. I, I like, obviously I've never spent $35,000 on a party, but I understand the feeling. (laughs) I understand the feeling of when you're like, yeah, the, the moment has passed. Like I need you guys out of my house. I know she radiates class like I've never in my life seen or know how to explain. Like, her mannerisms, her hand motions, her just, like, gliding. I I don't understand 
how she's just such a lovely human being. I, I don't even understand how people can raise their voices that way in someone else's home, first of all. I was like, whoa. And not to mention how big the house is. It echoes. Hello. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Splash refreshers are the delicious zero-calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three-beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week. Grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. I do want to say, though, I I agree with you that I think Emily was being like a little bit like overly whatever with Nicole, but I also think Nicole was being super rude to Emily. Oh my god, return. of course! Yes. And then when you know, when she was like, it was funny when she's like, sit, sit, sit. And like, Gina's like, she's literally oh my sitting God. in the chair. I, like, how could she be sitting more than she already is? I was laughing but, out loud. <laughs> but then, And then when she's like, go eat your sushi, bitch. Like, that's funny. But then like, she's like yelling at her that she needs to go on a diet and all of this stuff. And it's so, it's so Disgusting. telling that we just met this woman last week on the show. And already she's in her first sort of conflict and that's immediately what she resorts to is like making a comment about Emily's body, which, you know, you should never be commenting on anybody's body. But specifically, Emily has been through like a whole journey with that on the show already. She's, you know, had the hip surgery and she, you know, was feeling some type of self-conscious way about herself. She lost weight. Like, it's already been a whole thing with Emily. And then like, on top of that, it's like, you shouldn't say that about anyone, even if they've never spoke, you know, like it just... It's frustrating to me because it's like, I don't have a problem with them yelling at each other. Like, obviously, I want drama, but it's like, it's disappointing when you're like meeting someone for the first time, basically, and immediately they show you that that's like where their impulse is. Absolutely. And it's just like sad when people's first thought, like to insult someone, is their looks because you think you look better. And like, that makes yourself feel better for like talking about someone that doesn't look like you. Like it's just weird and like not something like grown women should do with daughters, by the way, just, just a fun Um, fact. Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) Um, I did like when, um, like Shannon is so focused on the idea that they like 
promised each other they weren't going to say anything. And it would grow up. And I love when Gina was like, it's not the sisterhood of the traveling pants. Like, we're not like blood sister. You know, like, it's not, you didn't take some oath. It's like, basically, Shannon just told them not to say anything. I don't even think anybody really promised. And so it's like... (laughs) She, I Ima- think Shannon like fingers just, crossed, but behind your back, like you fi- cross your fingers behind your back, so <laughs> she couldn't say. It's like you can just sense that this season isn't starting off for Shannon the way that she really wanted it to. Well, and Gina kept saying to her, "I said that before I knew Heather." So I, I think it's really cute, Gina. Like and Heather, I feel like are sprouting a cute little friendship, and Gina like actually really likes and respects her, and she automatically sees that Heather is going to be a good friend to her more than Shannon would be. So she's like, "Wait a second, like I don't owe this." to Shannon like it's and also if you have to tell someone to promise not to say anything that means like you Mm -hmm. probably shouldn't be telling that person the information and I think we're really seeing we're really seeing such a pattern with Shannon because you know Gina pointed out that Shannon does this you know where she like throws something in and then steps away and like just is messy behind the scenes. Yeah. And then when Shannon is talking to Heather and she's like, I really am not that. I hope you can see who I really am. And I'm not that person. And Heather is not having any of it. And she's like, Shannon, like you are that person. Like you've shown me that you're that person. Yeah. Multiple times. And like, we've been here before. And like, I've done this before and like, we're done. And you know, we're in episode two and already Shannon is the only person that she feels like is, has her back is Noella, which like, you know, Noella seems fun, but she doesn't have any like currency on the show yet. She's brand new. We barely know her having Noella in your corner. You know, it's not nothing, but it's not the same as like, if you're BFFs with Heather Dubrow, which is clearly the way that, you know, Gina and Emily are moving toward being closer with Heather. And I have to think that Shannon is going to be jealous of that. It's so funny when you look at it that way, like from above, almost like chess, like all the pieces are moving and like flocking towards Heather and like moving away. But also Shannon seems to be friends with Noella because of that reason. Like she's hanging on. And we've all seen this before. Like if you're the odd man out who really isn't getting along with the whole cast, like that's not a good sign for you. It was so it was so strange when Gina and Shannon were talking and you see Noella like looking from across the room and she's like, that's just not how you speak to your elders. And it's like, okay, first of all, like, we're all adults here. I couldn't tell if that was like a dig or not. No, I thought it was like she was she was saying that Gina was being uncool and that she needs to respect Shannon because I think Noella has also latched on to Shannon. It's like a, you know, two-way relationship. Right. And it's like, okay, first of all, this is a disagreement on a TV show. Like, it's not like it's her mother-in-law or something. And also, it's like, it has nothing to do with you. So I think it's, I don't know. I need to see, I need to get to know Noella a little bit more because I don't- Noella needs I don't to prove a- to us that she <laughs> has a place on this show. Yeah, it just is a little strange and it makes me a little suspicious that I feel like she and Shannon just kind of like need each other versus actually having any real connection. Right. Um, but yeah, I liked seeing um, Shane and Emily's dinner. Honestly, I was I had I was not upset about seeing Shane. 
I wasn't and I upset, liked- but I wasn't like, oh my God, yay, like Shane is back. Yeah, whatever. They seem he seems to be like in a better place of not treating Emily like garbage. Um and <laughs> Well, that's always nice you know, to say. <laughs> yeah, I do like um Jennifer and Ryan, I think they're like a they're such a hot couple. I'm they're so hot, but I I need a like I don't know, I need to figure that them out a little bit more, but also it's nice for a change to see that the woman, like the housewife on the mm-hmm. show is actually like the breadwinner. Like yeah, she's we, the one who yeah works and doesn't lay around all she said like noella they did like noella was like yeah for the party i woke up and just gotten like hair and makeup and dr jem was like huh like i was working but you can tell it's starting to affect like her relationship with her kids and they're questioning why they're like she's not there but it's always so funny to see her husband be the one walking around with like the chihuahua in his hands (laughs) yeah and i i think it's cool on this show to see kind of like different different vibes of like what a family can be and what like a marriage dynamic can be. Cause we've seen in the past, like so many sort of traditional quote unquote traditional, like setups where it's like, yeah, the man's working and the woman is kind of hanging out and like, there's nothing wrong with that. But yeah, like Jen seems like a go-getter and that's kind of like a fun vibe. And I, I think a lot of people can probably relate to her um, concerns about with her daughter, like, I'm not there as much. Like, I'm not the mom that's at school all the time and doing all this stuff. And, like, am I sort of doing something wrong because of that? And, like, I think that's probably, I mean, I don't have kids, but I imagine that's something a lot of working mothers stress over. That was sad when she was like, did I mess up, Cece? Like, I I felt bad when, like, that was her, like, thought by her not being at school. um, Jen posted on Instagram a really cute picture and video of Cece like posing holding her orange when they did the yes. intro photo shoot. I loved that. I'm telling you, I think some we're gonna something's brewing with Dr. Jen. I said that last week. I just feel it. <laughs> like I feel something totally. with her. It's like um, my vibe. <laughs> um so then the episode ends with this lunch where Heather agrees to meet with Emily and Gina. And I thought this, I was glad they did this, you know, sort of right away after this sushi fiasco, because obviously we know Gina and Heather are friends, you know, as the show goes on and still in real life. Um, And I thought Gina did a really good job of sort of smoothing things over after this party and acknowledging that she went about it the wrong way, but also there was a reason that she thought it was the right thing to do. And I think Heather is the kind of person where she's a reasonable person who like understands, you know, what Gina's trying to say. And I think it says a lot that Gina is able to really right away, acknowledge what she did wrong, explain herself and move on in a positive direction. Whereas Shannon is like off in her corner being like, I I I I thought I was I was going to be friends with Heather and I don't know what happened. And he- and Heather and Terry are like yeah, like it kind of seems like Shannon is trying to fuck with us. Yeah, I lo- like you mentioned earlier like the reasoning that Gina had for telling Heather was like kind of nice for her to explain. And that was like that's why Heather was like what like first of all thanks for sharing that, but also when Gina said 
I can tell you believe me and I appreciate that. I was like, wait, like I love this. Like I love their friendship already. I really do. Like, I think it's really cute. Also, speaking of that, that little clip of Heather of and Terry talking, where, how do you think they decide like where to sit and have a conversation in their house? Right? Like, for me, it's like, I sit on my bed or I sit on the couch. (laughs) What sitting room do they go to? (laughs) Like, do they want to view? Do they want to be indoor, outdoor? Like, it's just, I wish that I had those, like, options. I know. It's so crazy. (laughs) Spring has sprung, and that means it is time for some spring cleaning. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring ones, make sure you are using Ibotta to get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items, from groceries to beauty supplies to toys, so you can make sure you're shopping smarter, not harder, no matter what you are purchasing. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of a spring wardrobe refresh, a new warm weather bedding set, or a flight for that summer getaway you've been eyeing. Other apps, they give you points that don't amount to much. But with Ibotta, you just add your offers in the app, upload your receipt, and you get real cash that you can cash out to your bank account, PayPal, or gift cards. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers, including all your favorite grocery stores, Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. Right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 just for trying by using the code MENTION when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use code MENTION. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use code MENTION. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming only on Hulu. Shall we talk about Girls Trip? The the finale. Oh, the finale wait also i was thinking about this i was like oh my god for the next season like what's the theme song gonna be like housewives in the berkshires that's what people (laughs) have been saying i don't i don't know like who's gonna do it they're gonna have to come up with something because the housewives in the island has been such a hit so i really really good something equally as catchy um yeah so it's it's the last day in turks and caicos um, Kyle is walk of shaming home from oh my god Mauricio's. That was really I loved seeing that. It's just like fun. I you know Kyle and Mauricio. She's like just, I've never thought I had to ask my husband if he had a t-shirt I can wear <laughs> to go home in. <laughs> yeah. Um. I I I thought this was like a good final episode. I. It's kind of rough that this is Cynthia's last housewives moment, at least for now, because she's just like. Yes. Such a downer. So, so funny you said that because I remember when we first started recapping the show, we're like, wow, what a good like last hurrah for Cynthia to be on this show because she's not coming back to Housewives. It'll be great. And honestly, it really wasn't a good ending. Like all the women kind of had an interview of how they felt leaving. And she was the only one with a negative like kind of experience and like going home with that note. So I felt bad. And it was tough because I think the other person, obviously, who was sort of, you know, under fire during this trip was Ramona. 
But with Ramona, it was because she was saying and doing things wrong. Whereas I feel like Cynthia kind of felt like, I'm here, like, I'm not doing anything wrong. I'm trying my best to connect with these ladies. And for whatever reason, you know, Kenya's not getting into it with me. I It doesn't seem like I'm clicking with these other women the way I wanted to or I thought I would. Yeah. And so it's it's tough. It's kind of, I feel kind of sad for her because I really feel like even Ramona was kind of able to get it back together a little bit and sort of overall ha- come away with a positive ending. And Cynthia is just, yeah, she's kind of just like a little defeated, it seems like. And I really was frustrated this episode by Kenya not being willing to sort of engage with her. Like, I I definitely do think that Cynthia was a little bit in her own head about stuff. And I get if, if Kenya was kind of like, come on, like, I don't know what you're talking, like, whatever. But she really blew her off. And I think it was it was clear that Cynthia was sort of going through it. And I would have liked to see Kenya a little more understanding of that. I agree with that. I was like, wow, she didn't even give her a chance. But at the same time, I was like, oh, Kenya knows Cynthia. She knows she's just here. I, th- I feel like I kind of got in to be Kenya for a second. And she was probably like, oh, Cynthia's annoying me. I don't want to talk about this. Like, she's just going to complain. And we've already had this conversation. So I saw that side. But then also when Kenya was like, she's not seeing all the things I did do for her. Like, she didn't see, like, me defending her. Like, basically, Kenya was like, what else can I do? But it's always nice to hear out the other person's side. Like, if she actually sees Cynthia going through something, like, at least, like, let her talk to her. Let her, like, tell you her feelings. But... And then we saw on the reunion or on the reunion on Watch Happens Live, like their friendship really did take like a turn from this show in general. So it listen, reality shows are real. It affects real <laughs> friendships. <laughs> I will say, speaking of real friendships, Kenya and Teresa. Oh, was my just like I was like getting emotional, honestly, because I, I do feel like Kenya has. But honestly, both Kenya and Teresa have spent a lot of time on their respective shows really being at odds with everyone and kind of having to always be like on the defense and like fighting their battles. And it was so nice to see them just kind of forming this genuine bond and, you know, Kenya really uplifting Teresa and you know, being so happy for her that she is in this relationship with Louis and Teresa really being so grateful. I mean, obviously Kenya gave her the trip, which was like a really nice, you know, that's just very nice to do. But Teresa really was like, when she was talking to Louis, it was like, yeah, she loves Kenya. And, you know, she says, I'm always going to be there for her because she's been so kind to me. And I really think she's going to find her person. And she's, Whatever, like it just was so nice, and I don't, I, I don't get. I mean, whatever. I guess I get emotional about housewives sometimes, (laughs) but it was, it was, it was, it was a really nice moment. It was a nice moment because we like have never seen that with Teresa. Like Teresa was the fact that I don't know. Maybe it is Louis who has changed her as a person like that, but she does. She's not open to people and new friends like that. So for her to feel that comfortable with Kenya was like really cool. She was like, yeah, she's like, she has a friend for life. And like, so do I. I was like, oh, my God, this is like so cute of Teresa. And the fact that she also said that she never had a good season was like 
really sad because I'm like, Teresa, you do know you're like the number one housewife of all time, right? Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I know what you mean. And I think Melissa kind of lists off all those things where she's like, you know, you had the bankruptcy, yeah, like, the legal stuff, <laughs> the Joe, the parent, the other parent, the all of this stuff. And I think Teresa is obviously such an iconic housewife, such a fan favorite, all of this stuff. But part of the reason we root for her so much is because of all the shit that she's gone through. And, you know, she is, she's so good at, you know, all of her iconic moments were like when she was like fighting with people. So she's never had, she is iconic and beloved and like a great housewife, but she's never really had like an easy time on the show necessarily. She's now's her time to shine. I was like, go tree, go tree, go. We love you. (laughs) I, um, you know, I even was happy to see Ramona have a little makeup moment with Kenya. I don't have any, you know, really positive things to say about Ramona, but I did, you know, it's, I feel like for this specific show and this experience, I mostly wanted to see people getting along. Yeah. Like the drama was fun, but it's like, I was glad that Kenya was kind of able to get on the same page with Ramona a little bit. The drama was good because it came and went with everyone. Like it was little here, there, whatever. But it's crazy because I, I liked that talk with Ramonia and Kenya as well. And the fact that they even did say it was the last night. And like, obviously it would have been a lot different if it was like prior or the first day or whatever. So it sucks because Ramona didn't like redeem herself or change as a person, but it is always nice to see people's, true sides and like Mm -hmm. she does is like i don't know not like an onion where you have to peel but she does have trauma and she does like it that affects people it's not an excuse but it affects people so the fact that her and kenya now can like have a you know normal sit down conversation and and see things that they connect on which is not always positive things maybe i can't see them like meeting up for lunch now that the show is over but they don't hate I, each other. Yeah. And I, I liked I liked what Kyle said about how when Ramona shared some of the stuff about her childhood. Yeah. And Kyle was saying, basically, I understand why this is Ramona's way of acting, but it's not working for her. And so I think you can be understanding of the reason why somebody is the way they are. But that doesn't mean that they automatically get a free pass for when they do something wrong. And I think that's a very mature way to handle things. And yeah, I think in general, like all of the women that were on this trip at the end of the day would be like, yeah, like I like Ramona, you know, Ramona has her moments, but money can't buy your class. (laughs) Oh my God. That song. Everybody loves that song. She was like, how does Britney do it? I was like, Luann. Luann. Like if we're going to get, Money Can't Buy You Class, like, why did we not get a performance of On Display? Or of Gone with the Wind Fabulous? Like, that felt a little rude to me. I was like, if we're doing a concert, every lady should get a chance to perform that has a song. Because Luann would do anything to have the spotlight and to perform and not tell anyone so no one else does do it. Like You say I'm wrong. I say I'm fabulous. (laughs) 
I'm gone she, with the wind. Fabulous. She, ooh, I, I like that. She is like even song. during Bailey Ball, which like, oh my god, we got to stop with like the the like the Bailey names. Ball, the Bailey Q, like <laughs> like she Bailey. was like, I gotta hi- I gotta hire the stakes for this one. And sorry, when I laughed out loud when Kyle was like, these women can all afford this trip if they like are rolling <laughs> around in the dirt. But Luann is so competitive in with. This with men with with everything she's just like competitive. She said Michael even DM'd her already. Like he probably DM'd her to be like, "You left something at the villa." (laughs) (laughs) No, but it's true. Every single round of the Bailey Ball, Luann's like, "Actually, she cheated. Her her leg wasn't over the line." And it's like, Luann, shut the fuck up. She was like getting in people's faces. I was like, "Oh my goodness!" She bit the she bit the ball. She bit the ball. I did not need to see that. I actually looked away for just like 30 seconds. I was like, I don't, I like, don't like this. Lick they the were ball like, to get the diamond. Because you know and, what they were doing is what they do. Like well, the, they were. <laughs> <laughs> not good thing. Karen Huger was, wasn't there. Cause we know she doesn't teabag. <laughs> um, but I like how every single time they do something, Kyle is always like, that's how we do it in Beverly Hills. Like, this is nothing new for us in Beverly Hills. It's like, Kyle, remind us where you're from one more time. <laughs> we, yeah. But she loves Beverly Hills. Remember, there was like a clip once every tagline, like every tagline she's had in for this the first town. like 10 years. Yeah. This is was my a, town. Beverly Hills is her personality trait. Which like, is funny because she doesn't even live there anymore. Oh, sorry. You she's can the take Valley. the girl it's out of Beverly Hills, but you can't take the Beverly Hills out of the girl. That's true. So. That's true. <laughs> Do, okay, so overall, I would say this season was super enjoyable. I had a good time. I thought it was a, if they're going to do, obviously, they're doing at least one more of these sort of all star right. girls trip, whatever. If they're going to do a bunch of these shows, I feel like this was a good group to kick it off because it was very all starsy. Um, you know, it kind of was fun and light, and there was drama, but it didn't feel too intense and from what i've heard the second one that they filmed at bluestone manor is going to be much more intense and obviously it's like a it's a little bit more of an eclectic group like ex-housewives and you know some more maybe unexpected people and so i feel like this was a good one where it's like for the first one you want it to be like the big names the heavy hitters and next time i'm excited for a little more like no, like we're getting down and dirty. We're getting in the mud with each other. Like it's going to be a mess, you know? <laughs> you heard it here first. It's going to be crazy. Like, I, think- I want Vicky, yes. I want Vicky like shrieking in Dorinda's house. I want, I almost think, you know, Vicky I want Phaedra. In Turks- oh, Phaedra. I'm Phaedra's so excited. Vicky belonged in Turks and Caicos, if you ask me. If like, you ask me. Yeah. But also, I don't know. I just feel like Vicky is not like, she's not a girl's girl in the way that, I don't know. I I don't know. I just, if, I'm, I'm a little nervous about Vicky. If they <laughs> I'll, do I'll a third, it. a third season, I know they will never do this, but they should incorporate some way of like the fans picking, like how we do on Instagram, like brackets oh and stuff, like the fans should pick who goes on the next show. 
That would be so fun, but also I feel like the women would never agree to that because they'd be like, you're either giving me a contract or you're not. I'm not doing your fucking contest. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I, yeah, I'm so, I'm so curious to see like where they're going to go next. Also, where are they going to film it? Are they going to do like more islands or like, because like Bluestone Manor is so specific. They're going to probably do like, Around the, I don't know, like, it's now the next thing somewhere, like, warm again. But, like, maybe they can't do, like, California because too many people, like, live there, like, the housewives. So, I don't know. Okay? I just don't know. Let's, that, maybe they'll also <laughs> let us pick that. Who knows? We just, breaking news, we just don't know. We don't fucking um, know. But I'm excited to see wherever we do end up going. Um and yeah, I'm glad we got to talk about this season. And a week from now, we'll be watching, speaking of Somewhere Warm, we'll be watching new Miami next Thursday. Oh, I'm so excited. Uh, no, I'm really. Yeah. Yeah. Do it's, I have to say it? I'm excited. I hope, don't let me down. Hot, hot, hot. I can't wait. Feeling hot, hot, hot. <laughs> we'll go into Miami. Okay, we're done. Have a great weekend. <laughs> Have a great weekend, everyone. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, follow the show wherever you listen. Follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches and just be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Mention It All is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches.